It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and, and Dano. Good morning. You ever see this movie, Tig? A long time ago, it's called The Perfect Storm, and that's where it was about, a, I guess, a, a ship out at sea, and then they, all the elements came together to create a perfect storm, and these people barely survived. It was such a terrible storm. I had, in my own personal life once, what I considered to be a perfect storm. I have two brothers that are quite a bit younger than me, and when they were little kids... I had just gotten my car, and it was a 2014 Honda CRV, and they're they're younger. They're probably about you know eight and ten, something like that. And I thought, you know, what would be nice to do since I got this brand new car. We'll go for a drive. I'll take them through the Animal Safari Park. Uh huh. You, if you have a brand new car, you're very you don't want anything to be spilled in it, anything to get dirty. Well, huge mistake because what happens when you go through the Animal Safari Park? Animals don't have manners. Mm-hmm. They just try to gobble up all the food, and then it terrifies the children, and they're sp- spilling the food all in the car, all over the place. I've got a clip here. This is a college student was planning on uh, going to a wild animal park, feeding an ostrich. But, uh, you know, those animals stick their heads inside the car, Tig. It's kind of scary, is it not? Have you yeah. taken your son through an animal safari park yet? Not yet, but I've seen your videos. Um where you, you don't know if they're going to bite you. It's a little bit intimidating. They put their whole works inside. Listen to this. Uh, this is just in a panic here. This happened in Mississippi. Hi. I'm really afraid. I'm really afraid. I'm really afraid. Don't put out the window. No. No. That was an ostrich leaning in there. Those ostriches are scary, man. Well, didn't I read that an ostrich could kick you and it would kill you? Yeah, they got those dangerous talons. Yeah. A bird. Yeah, so I don't Imagine know. Imagine if you like, got killed by a bird. I feel like if you take a kid through the uh, wild animal safari park and the kid's like strapped into a car seat, which is basically a straight jacket in some ways, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's almost do, terrible. Like, can't do anything. Like if you give them the sack of food and then some <laughs> dinosaur-sized animal is uh, reaching in there, probably terrifying them. Knowing you, I'm surprised any mood. Food made it to the end. Oh, look at you, you <laughs> son of a gun. <laughs> so, uh, Friday, Daniel, I was on the air, and what I should have been done was like concentrating on our show, but uh, it got to be, I started having to look up porta potties. <laughs> Please don't admit this when our bosses could be listening. Uh, Tig is the president of his neighborhood association, and they had a movie night on Friday, and this is kind of your uh, the first time you've ever done in the Political realm? Would that be fair well, to say? I don't know. I mean, look, it's not an HOA where we charge dues, so I don't want people to hate me. I don't talk about garbage cans and your grass and all that. And we were just like, what can we do to, like, bring the community together? We have this, you know, cute little neighborhood. And uh, But, I mean, I, I've lived in neighborhoods before where I didn't even know my neighbor. Mm-hmm. Or I would just wave at him and i say, well, let's see if we can uh, get to know each other a little bit. And there was a, a lot that the city has. And um, I said, let's do a movie night on this little lot over there. And I was very nervous because how embarrassing would it be for me to put like a month's worth of work in the movie night and get projectors and get the grass cut. And and um, I forgot the, the, the thing I forgot at the end was a porta potty. So I was rushing to get a porta potty. And I thought I would be so embarrassed that this doesn't go well because I look like an idiot and people will hate me. And if you're listening on Friday, we were talking about this and a guy uh, called up and got you a porta toilet out there. It was a nice looking. Uh very nice. What was the name of that place? I forget. I'll, I'll remember eventually. What a guy. That guy comes in, swoops in, and saves you like a hero. And hey, then, I uh, paid him for, his money. Well, sure, but, you know, customer service should go a long way. Tiger's forgotten. Uh, so the movie uh, night what is happened. It it's like when you got to go or something, right? You like, tell me. You <laughs> ordered it. I'm not the president of my neighborhood association. Okay, well, anyway, go ahead. You're off to a bad start. 
Tig Biden. Um, <laughs> I saw you also fell off your bike this weekend, but I thought the movie night went well, and you were kind of moping around a little bit afterward. You guys played Alexander in the Terrible, No Good, Very Bad Day, a Steve Carell movie. Family movie. movie like, yeah. Kids could like it. Adults could like it. I, uh, I was over there, which I had no business being over there, by the way. I'm a guy in his 40s, single, not doesn't live in the neighborhood, and I'm just over there with all, you, all your friends and everything. But yeah. uh, I noticed the adults were watching, somewhat watching the movie. The kids were just running around. They were running amok. Yeah. yeah. So, so you, the kids, well, somebody brought glow sticks or something, mm-hmm. and then the kids... They were kind of watching the movie. Mostly they were having, like, fake sword fights and things, you know. But I don't know. I mean, I guess it was all right. What are you disappointed in? I mean, what does it take to make you happy? You said there was about 60 people that showed up? 65, 70 that, To people. me, that's phenomenal. Really? Tech, how, right. many did you, how many people did you think was going to show up? I just thought maybe 100. And so in my... Why? why? Well, I, I, I don't know, because we, we, like, we busted our butts knocking on doors, and we... Uh, Oh, Officer Chris is called. Officer he was Chris there. Yeah. Let's see. Let's yeah, get Officer his assessment. Officer Chris came by. Yeah. And, um, he doesn't live there either. What are me and Officer Chris doing there? For God's sake. Officer Chris, uh, he was kind of, well, he'll, he can explain it. Hey, what's up, Officer? Uh, why are you hating on yourself? I thought the night was awesome. Look at that. And I just want to be the first one to uh, endorse you as uh, Tulsa mayor. Okay. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> Tulsa. Please. <laughs> I almost had a panic attack and heart attack all at once just over planning a movie night. I, I don't think I could actually deal with you know, like an actual yeah. person. Yeah. I don't understand the stress behind planning a movie night, Tig. I mean, it's what, what's the plans? You just like, hey, uh, set up a projector and show the picture. What's to what's no, no. stress out of? Okay, well, like one other thing that popped up on Friday, the night of the movie night I didn't consider is where are people going to put their trash? It's just like all this stuff has to go into it. Where are they going to go to the bathroom? Where are they going to get trash? Get the lawn cut because the the city, I don't know how often they cut it. I had to get out there and cut that thing. I mean, it was just a lot of work to get a movie night going. But Officer Chris, he said he had a good time. 10 out of 10. I'm ready for the next one. 10 out of 10. Uh, 10 right. out of 10. Come on, buddy. <laughs> that's, that's, high, that's high stakes there. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Seven. We'll give it a seven. All right, seven. But here's the thing about uh, being friends with Tiger. All these years, I'm telling you, nothing's going to make him happy. If he got 100, he'd be moping around going like, oh, well, I wish it was 110. (laughs) There's something wrong with the officer, Chris. Yeah. We'll we'll get you fixed one of these days. Thanks. All right, Daniel. See you on that ride along. See you now. Yeah, that's the other. Well, we're going to get to that a little bit later, actually. Yeah, he's begging me to go on a ride along. And I don't, I I read the news. I don't know that I want to do that. Because you can, uh, as a citizen, you can ride along with an officer of the law for the night Mm -hmm. and see what they do and stuff. Well, so so tell me this, Tig. If if 60 didn't make you happy, you feel like 100 people showing up would have made you happy. And this was your first one, right? This is my first one ever, yeah. When is the next one going to be? Uh, like a month. Are you going to start stressing out over that? Yeah, I'm now? already worried about it. I'm thinking about porta potties and oh, trash Lord. cans. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 The Bull weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. Good morning, Tig. Father's Day yesterday, uh, you said you were getting a lot of calls. Somebody that didn't call you, it surprised you, was who? Okay, so... I mean, even though it's Father's Day, I was getting texts from a neighbor or two. You know, I'm not their dad, and they would say, Happy Father's Day. And I go, Great. Hey, thanks for that. Da, 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 da. My sister said, Happy Father's Day. Um, you know, just people that I'm not their dad would even say Happy Father's Day to me, you know? Mm-hmm. And 
Then I'm kind of waiting all day and looking at my phone, and there's this one person that hadn't called me on Father's Day, which I thought was weird. And uh, finally, I wrap up, and I start heading to bed. I'm like, well, I guess I'm just not getting that call, and I did not. Shouldn't my mom call me on Father's Day? I know I'm not her dad, but... I mean, at the very least, a text, right? I mean, you call somebody on your uh, their birthday when it's not your birthday, right? Shouldn't you call people on Father's Day when it's their Father's Day? Uh, does she normally call, or what? why do you think she didn't call this particular Father's Day? I, I think day? that um, maybe, um, maybe she is embarrassed of me. I don't know what's going on. What? <laughs> embarrassed of you? Well, you know how they say that parents don't have a favorite child? Yeah. They, I think they really do, oh and I think God. I'm last on the list. <laughs> Why do you cry out for attention so much, buddy? <laughs> Have you ever noticed that? You're just dying yeah. for attention? Yeah, I'm dying. Yeah, you're, you're right. I go home and sit in my garage. I'm a real Right, and then we just, like seeker. we just said earlier, you're now the president of your neighborhood association, and uh, you had this movie night, and you're upset that only 60 people showed up. You're just yeah. dying for attention. What's oh, it? right, yeah. When I go outside and look at my wind chimes for four hours, that's because mm-hmm. I want attention from people. And you're out there by yourself, or you have this uh, whole slew of neighbors? It's like a sitcom over there, you and these neighbors of yours, Ty. Okay. There's like 50 of y'all. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, whatever. Uh, you, I, we I, need to, you know what you should get next Father's Day is some therapy. <laughs> wow. I mean, you didn't say Happy Father's Day to me. That's correct. Why not? You're not my father. Yeah, but it's not my birthday, and I wish you Happy Birthday. That's totally different. How? Because it's my birthday. I would say happy anniversary to you if you actually attracted a lady. Well, there you go. See, that's why I don't say happy Father's Day, too. Cruelness like that. <laughs> All right. We're going to get you some help, buddy. Yeah, you can say happy anniversary to somebody if it's not your anniversary. Why can't you say happy Father's Day? Just don't, they're not hey, don't keep on. I'll say unhappy Father's oh, Day. Then, then what? Oh, you better watch it, <laughs> boy. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Daniel, you actually had this happen to you. You got a car stolen from you once. Like, literally, your car got stolen out of a parking lot. Yeah, I see this. And you never saw it again. I see this um, I see this story in the news, Tyga. Tulsa police arrest woman accused of stealing car. I know what it's like to have a car stolen. And uh, I wondered from you this morning, what, what, what did you get stolen? Yeah, what's the big thing that got stolen from you? Well, it doesn't even have to be big. Just what, 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 what do you, got, what did you get, get stolen? What's the, how do you phrase that? We should know how to speak What's English What's the biggest thing you got stolen from you? you Does know, it even have to be big? Could it be just anything that got no, stolen? No, but like a wedding ring, that, that would be considered big to me. You know, like I've never a, heard of a wedding ring getting stolen. It's 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. What's the most somebody stole from you? And uh, remember when we were there was like a food truck thing out here, and there was, a, there was a food truck that had a boot on it, like where you couldn't tow it? Or, you you know, like almost like the city did it? But no, I figured out the food truck did it to themselves. Because I guess maybe before somebody stole their food truck. That's a pretty big item, right? Uh, these people that got their car stolen. I can relate to that because I had it. And this was like a, a not a very good car. It was a car my mom had driven and gotten rid of when she got her newer car. And it, to let you know some idea of the value, it wasn't even worth trading in. Mm-hmm. So this car was probably about a three to $500 car. I was in college. And I got up one morning, walked down to my parking lot, and the thing was gone. And I said, well, what the heck is going on? I hadn't been out the night before or anything like that, so I had to call the police. The police came over, started doing this report, and they were like, well, you know, did you were you out last night? Maybe you forgot where you left or something like that. I was like, no, I didn't do anything last night. I was at home. This was like a 1989 Oldsmobile or something, so not a very valuable car. And they said, well, sir, was there anything of value in the car? 
And this was college, so I had to be honest. And I said, well, in the back of it, there's an empty keg shell <laughs> and a samurai sword that my buddy had given me. <laughs> and the guy was trying not to smirk. And he said, well, what do you think the value of the car is? And I was like, probably three to $500. And then he was, you know, the guy almost laughed in my face because I'm calling police over this thing. But, you know, that car never was uh, recovered. recovered. Never they called it. me like three months later. They're like, uh, Mr. Baker, this is the Auburn Police Department just calling to see if you recovered your car. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. I, I, I thought you guys were handling that. <laughs> like you were, I guess they thought uh, I was going to, you know. You were going to go look for gonna it. Going to investigate. So what would you get stolen from you? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. What have you, what have you gotten stolen from you, Ty? Mm, you know, three or four times now in Tulsa, people have been in my car. For sure. Because um, you go out of the car and I, it looked like a bomb had gone off in there, just paper strewn around. I was like, what in the world? Did I go through my car like a bear last night? That's what it looks like. A bear got into your car and just like started rifling through everything. And uh, so and it was hard for me to know what I got stolen because I was like, where are my sunglasses in here? Like kind of you're doing an inventory. So, But I've had that happen, but nothing like a whole entire car. So we wanted to know from you, what's the biggest thing everybody stole from you? I've heard of boats getting stolen. The biggest thing everybody stole from you. Anybody stole from you. Airplanes sometimes. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. We see that uh, a lot of cars get stolen here in Tulsa. It's 98.5 The Bull. This happened to you earlier in your life, not here in Tulsa, Dan. Well, you actually had a car stolen. Never saw it again. Never saw it again. I can relate to that. I see uh, last night in Tulsa, police arrested a woman accused of stealing a car. They had to get the helicopter out to uh, uh, oh, wow. catch this stolen car. And we wondered this morning, have you ever got anything stolen? Uh, you know, when you get something stolen from you, it makes you mad. And it also, oddly enough, Tug, I don't know if you can relate to this or not, it hurts your feelings. I got my feelings hurt when somebody stole something. Yeah. I didn't even know who stole it, but I was like, hey. I, it was a little bit anger. Mostly I was just like, hurt feelings. I was like, mm -hmm. why would you do that? Hey, so, good. Yeah. What have you had stolen from you? Good morning. Good morning, Dinah. Oh, I got several things stolen from me. First of all, I was at work and I locked my purse in the car. And uh, they caught it on video, but a guy broke into my window and stole my purse. Mm -hmm. And so everything was in there. Um, I had two checkbooks, and it was Christmas time, and they went crazy on cashing checks and everything. Oh, man. So, a double yeah, whammy. And then I had my extra set of car keys in there. And oh, no. about a few weeks later, my car was stolen. Dead gum. Because <laughs> they had the keys, yeah. right? They had the keys now. Yeah. yeah, they had the keys. And so I found it in Catusa the same day. A snake, I was hunting snakes and found my car. You got and crazy life, Donna. You were hunting snakes. <laughs> you were hunting snakes in your car was in, out there, too? In, in Catusa. <laughs> yeah, and then. Well, hold on. You can't just glaze right on past. Oh, I was just doing some snake hunting in Catusa. What, what in the world were you yeah. hunting snakes for? I don't know what they were hunting snakes for, but they found my car that way. But oh. anyway, at the police officers, I stood so... Oh, I see. Just to clarify, Ty, snake hunters found her oh, car. Other now, people. I thought she was doing the no, snake yeah. hunting. Yeah. Okay. And so anyway, uh, I asked the police officer, so I said, what's in my car? He said, well, I said, just tell me if my golf clubs are in there. He said, no. He said, I said, is my golf cart in there? He said, no. Your golf cart? Said, well, he said, Don, yeah, I had a pull cart in there. Oh, okay. One anyway, you roll so with I you, yeah. Said, 
Yeah, and so I said, well, what's in there? He said, Dinah, all that's in here is an ice scraper. And my car was totaled, wiped out, and everything else. And so, and the kid that pulled it down from the hill said, I have to show you how to drag it down this hill. He didn't even know how I could, they got it up there. But So I had several things. Wow, that, that's like insult that. to injury, man. She, uh, it started with a purse. Yeah. Later on, yeah. it ends up your car, and then they park it at the top of a hill that you can't get it off of. I mean, this thank, is hey, crazy. I think we can all look back and say, thank God for this Catoosa snake hunters. <laughs> yes. So what did you have selling from you? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. You got Tiger Daniel. And this is 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country. Uh, we're talking this morning about the big things that were stolen from you. And, uh, man, we're getting some calls. A lady called a minute ago, said uh, she got her car stolen and some snake hunters. I didn't know that was a thing. A snake hunters found her car. <laughs> and uh, thank God for the snake hunters. But what what kind of happened with you? Hey, good morning. Who's this? Jason. Jason, what'd you get stolen from you? This is, so this past weekend, uh, I woke up, go out to my truck, and the glove box, middle console, everything's just ransacked and i'm like what in the world so i go back to my wife make sure she wasn't messing with me no they well my car's got broken into so i go back out and i looked in the back i just happened to look in the back i'm about to go to work in the back of my truck there's a handlebar that so i look back there and there's a brand new pink mongoose bike in the back of my truck i'm like what, what? In the world so, <laughs> yeah. the world. so you were reverse <laughs> stolen somebody had put something yeah, in your truck stolen. wow yeah <laughs> So, lo and behold, I, I just I call the cause. I look it out. I need a deputy out here. Uh, I just want to know if somebody reports their bike stolen at Pink Mongoose, I have it. You know, those are pretty expensive bikes. It's pretty nice. And then, lo and behold, the cops end up coming to our neighborhood. So I live pretty far out there, like 71st, 273rd area. And there are 13 reports. And I guess the reason they left their bike in my truck is my neighbor behind me they stole his tahoe <laughs> so i guess they gave me they could at least left the bike at his house you know oh i see stole so, his tahoe. <laughs> they <laughs> were gonna know, gonna steal yours and they looked over and see the neighbor has a nicer car and uh, they then left you a pink mongoose in the back of yours <laughs> yeah. that's a first reverse stolen yeah. here in, in oklahoma i love yeah. it should make that like a trend you know i used to do something i called reverse pickpocket tag where i would try to slide something into somebody's pocket yeah, I've seen I used you to do work that. at uh, Goodwill, and a lot of times people, would, for whatever reason, would donate photo albums filled with family photographs. And I would take these photographs, and I would carry it around with me. And if I'm out with my buddies, I would just sneak a picture of like some lady into their back pocket. <laughs> and then and later the on, when they find it, I'm like, "What the heck is that?" But then I realized to my married friends that I that could cause some really grief with uh, wives and yeah, like they significant uh, others. So I quit doing that. The next morning, and. They don't have any explanation for it. The next morning, the wife's like, why is there a picture of a lady in your pants? And that's what you're doing to people. And, yeah, and they would have <laughs> zero idea what to say. I mean, think of all the things you could reverse pickpocket into somebody's pockets that would cause them a lot of trouble. I kind of like this. Like, I might go buy some nice stuff and then at night go uh, jiggle handles around the neighborhood and I'm, just start putting stuff in people's cars. Normally, I think you're have, a complete idiot, but that's a great idea. They will have no idea why that's they a, suddenly have. You know, juggle some handles, uh, maybe even do it to homes, too. What a great idea in an open carry state. <laughs> hey, good morning. Who is this? Good Josh. Josh, what did you get stolen from you? I actually had a car stolen from me, and 
I caught the guy, and I'm the one that ended up going to jail. He got to go free and take my car. Well, what happened? Did you uh, try to kill him or something? Well I, well, I guess. But this was a repo guy, and he repossessed my car, and he was supposed to get a car that's identical to mine two blocks down. Oh, uh, so, so when he took... When he took my car in the middle of the night, about midnight, we had the window open in our bedroom, and I heard it. I ran outside in my shorts, hopped into my truck, and chased him down and rammed his truck. What, uh, Josh, are you out of your mind? He, he, what are you doing? You can't do that. Is he riding around in your whitey tighties trying to ram cars off the road? Well, you know, I didn't know he was, you know, a, a legit repo man, and I didn't know where my car was going to end up in the first place. Well, when you saw it was on the back of a repo truck, you didn't think, hey, maybe there's a mistake here? It was actually a regular pickup truck that transformed into a tow truck. Oh, I see. So maybe I see why you might have gotten a mistake or he was, was taking that. He was kind of incognito. So whenever I rammed him and, and he took out a mailbox, <laughs> well, he ended up going driving to the police department and i followed him right away and when we got to the police department he showed paperwork the police department was like okay yeah something's a little off here it could be a clerical error they let him take it and they charged me with assault <laughs> and then you're sitting in the slammer in your underwear well i was actually wearing shorts i threw shorts on really quick oh, okay i got it. <laughs> but you said you said that he got to keep the truck how come he would keep the truck if he got the wrong truck well because the police department and him agreed with each other that this was a clerical error on his paperwork that the VIN number was wrong, but it was the correct car he was after. Well, it come to find out the next day while I'm sitting in jail, my wife and brother-in-law worked it out with him, and they said the car you're looking for is three blocks down this way, and they took a picture of it and sent it to him. He actually brought the car back on a Sunday and got the correct car, went to the police department, talked about dropping the charges. They didn't. They decided they didn't want to drop the charges until a few months down the road. But he dropped all charges against me and apologized and everything. Are you and the repo guy now great friends? No, no. <laughs> but, but you got your truck back eventually. I did, yes. Okay, all right. So he just mistaken identity with respect to uh, an automobile. Well, and then the ramming, this uh, high-speed chase <laughs> like, and ramming. It was like something out of a movie. Yeah. Dead gum. <laughs> all right. Well, right. good for you. All right, Daniel, here we go. Cody Johnson. Tickets on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. And with us today, Amber. Hey, good morning there, Amber. How are you? Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, there she is. Okay, okay. Amber, uh, Colin from Pryor, how was your weekend in Pryor? Again, as we all know, Pryor named after the famous comedian Richard Pryor. How was it out in Pryor this weekend? It was very hot. What was it now? What do you do for fun in Pryor? Yeah. Um, go to the creek. Oh, I like that. Man, it's been a while since I've just gone to the creek, you know? That's a good time. Well, let's have another good time, Dan. And what are we going to play today for Cody Amber, Johnson? For tickets? Cody Johnson tickets, uh, I'm going to give you some famous Johnsons, some some hints. And based on those hints, if you identify the famous person with the last name Johnson, get enough of those right, and you're going to go see Cody Johnson at the BOK Center November 26th. Do so you understand the game? Yes. And also, if you need a little help, just ask Tig, and he will uh, help you out with these. All right? Okay. Uh, up first. The 17th U.S. President. Uh, 
right, Ty. I need help. I don't. I don't know uh, lots about history, but didn't they call him Old Cornhole? <laughs> I don't remember seeing that. He was. Uh, okay. He was uh, the first president to actually be impeached, I think, and uh, he replaced Abraham Lincoln. Didn't do a very good job, apparently. And uh, his name was Andrew Johnson, I believe. Andrew Johnson. That's the one they call Stoneballs Jackson. You're all messed up on history. You're kind of... How yeah, am I... What, what am I getting wrong here? You're talking about Stonewall Jackson, but you think this guy's... It's no, not him. Not the guy. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it's Andrew yeah. Johnson. Thank God Tig's here, right? Yes. All right. Up next, this was a very famous... Uh, it still is a very famous actor. He was on the show Miami Vice from way back in the day, and he still continues to act to this day. I got a question for Amber. She said it was her birthday today. Mm-hmm. Well, happy birthday. Is it Thank rude you. to ask, like, because I'm wondering if this is just, like, before her time. This might be before her time, but I was trying. Oh, he was also on the show Nash Bridges. Before her time, probably. Nash Bridges. Yeah. Also- <laughs> How would you describe him then, Doug? Didn't he have a very famous wife? Melanie Griffith. Is that who? I think it's his wife, yeah. I thought it was Goldie Hawn. No. That's Kurt Russell, you oh, ding-dong. Okay, sorry. <laughs> First you get Stoneballs Jackson messed up, and then now you think he's married to Goldie Hawn? It's uh, Don Johnson, right? Don Johnson. Yeah. We put Amber to sleep. <laughs> nope, I'm still here. Amber. She actually changed the channel. Yeah, <laughs> mid-contest. Yeah. Uh, this famous actor is known as The Rock. Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson, yes, there you go. Now you're on the board. How about a famous NASCAR driver? Uh, I don't really watch NASCAR. Help her out with that one, Ty. This is a true story. Daniel rode in a NASCAR once with, like, Kurt Busch or something. And mm-hmm. you said, and I got to say, I was the same way. They took us in this circle in this NASCAR, and I was scared to death. I mean, it's the only time I, where I just said, I might pass out from fear because I was so scared. But this guy's name is Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. All right, up next, Amber. This is the 36th U.S. president. I should remember this. My well, kid is just no, it's all right. Just, say, just saying a number is hard, like just to remember what number they were. But this guy replaced John Kennedy, um, and he was from Texas. I don't know much about history, but I do know this guy's middle name was Bangs. Bangs? Bangs, yes. Lyndon Bangs Johnson. <laughs> Again, you're off, but... I never guessed that. That's fine. Lyndon Johnson. Uh, this was a uh, NBA player. A point guard, and his nickname was Magic. I would have just called him Magic Dawson. What's his uh, first name, though, his real first name? Is it Kurt? No, it's Irvin. I didn't know that. Irvin. I'd be like, call me anything other than Irvin. That's why he went with Magic. (laughs) All right. I I should go by Magic with this name of mine. Magic, Magic and time. Daniel. Yeah. Oh, boy. 
<laughs> All right, let's do one more here, and then we better move on because this is uh, this has been a brutal game. Uh, how about a, a famous NFL head coach, which is also the same name as the NASCAR driver? Jimmy. Jimmy Johnson. There you go. You got it. Uh, Amber, I hope you learned a lot about people named Johnson because you've got a lot to learn. <laughs> this, was, this, was, this was hard, though, but thank God Tig was here. Yes, thank you, Tig. You're so welcome. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, I, got a, I got a thing I want to do here. You know how she just won tickets to see Cody Johnson? Mm -hmm. Amber, would you like to help me introduce Cody Johnson on the radio? Sure. Like his song? All right, so just say... Hey, this is Cody Johnson. Hey, this is Cody Johnson. Till you can't. <laughs> Just say till you can't. Till you can't. On 98.5 The Bull. On 98.5 The Bull. You can tell your old man you'll do. Ninety-eight five, the bull in today's hot country with Tig and Dano. Hey, Dano. Hey, uh, good morning, Tig. It was Father's Day yesterday, and one thing that you like, you request for Father's Day is, this, hey, how about a little time at home alone? Yeah, I mean, Love I saw family, my son. But let's have a little. Uh... We hung out and we did the pool and stuff yesterday, but then you know, I just wanted a few hours, which is hard to come by when you when you're married with a kid to just yes. have an hour or two to do nothing is almost unheard of. So uh, your wife texted me and said, hey, uh, me and Mac, are, well, we want to get something to eat. Would you like to go? And I said, yeah, let's go to uh, Biga on Peoria. That's an Italian restaurant. Very good place, by the way. Nice restaurant. Mm -hmm. And it's the kind of place when you walk in, it's white tablecloth. I think it's been there for a while, but they have a lot of locals that go there and people, regulars. And we, uh, we go there, get a table for three. I was worried that all the restaurants were going to be packed because on Mother's Day, I think the thing is to go out to eat. I guess Father's Day, it's not as crowded. <laughs> yeah, fathers are like... Going to the golf yeah, course. And yeah, things. you guys are wanting yeah. to grill and that kind of thing. Right. So we got to Big O. We got there at like 5, right, when they opened, and we uh, we went in there. We sat down. It was your wife, your 6-year-old son, and then me. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that the server says when she walks over is, how's your Father's Day so far? <laughs> yeah. And I had I just had, I went, uh, this isn't my family. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. <laughs> well, why didn't you just go with it? Just say, oh, yeah, it's good, thanks, and just go with it for, like, to avoid the social awkwardness because of having to I explain yourself. I thought it would be confusing to your son because your son is six years old at the movie night on Friday in your neighborhood. You had a big neighborhood movie night. Your son kept telling everybody, I was your mom or your wife's boyfriend. <laughs> Why was he saying that? Because he he know whenever you say uh, I think if she refers to her some of her friends that are girls, she'll say my girlfriends. Yeah, girls can say like like a dude. If I go out and I say, uh, yeah, my boyfriend Daniel, that's like it doesn't work. Right. But girls can always say, oh, I'm getting together with my girlfriend tonight, and it makes sense, right? right. And so I get it. your son so has heard your wife say, you know, I'm going, you know, I'm going to lunch with my girlfriend or something like that, and he's like, what? And she explains, well, that's just my friend that's a girl. Uh-huh. 
So he knows that me and your wife go to dinner sometimes. So now he's telling everybody, Tug, at the movie night at your neighborhood there, of which you are the president of your neighborhood association, he's telling everybody that I'm your wife's boyfriend. <laughs> so then when we get to the restaurant on Father's Day, and <laughs> not good, yeah. And people know that I'm married to her, so they must be, I guess people in the neighborhood think we're a weird trio or something. Yeah, so <laughs> when we got there, the first thing she says is, uh, oh, are you having a nice Father's Day? And I look over at your son real quick, and I go, this is, uh, this is not my family. They're just my friends. I see. <laughs> but you got to tell I didn't that, know that was happening listen, at the movie they're night. Gonna th okay, I don't know how else to put this, but the yeah. people in your neighborhood, if you don't get a hold of this son of yours, are going to think we're swingers. Because <laughs> remember, y'all were at a pool party once, and yeah. he kept calling you Uncle Tig. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's like when kids find out that you don't like something, they almost do it more because they think it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so I'm like, don't tell people I'm your uncle, man. It's like, and and since I said that, you know, he thought I was like, ah, ha, ha. He's not a bad kid, but he he's he he appreciates funny things, and mm -hmm. once he he finds out that it's funny to him, he'll continue to do so. So, so, um, but you, in your opinion, I should have just went with it. But then it's I I never can do that. I never know what to say. You're his godfather. I know, so, but I can't be like. You could have just said thanks, because I, I did. You know, when my wife was with child and I was like, who do I want in case something happens to us? I immediately and she immediately said, Daniel's the guy for us. You know, and now so that I think about godfather. it, we ate at uh, Bigga. And if I'm his godfather and that was Father's Day, uh, I think when the check came, your wife should have handled that. <laughs> yeah, because you're the godfather. I mean, it's your day. Right. Well, but yeah, well, it was. Uh, How did y'all divvy it up? We split it up. Oh, okay. But you wanted your meal in the house because it's Godfather's well, now Day. Now that I think too. about it, well, not in the house. I think your wife and. Son should have paid for okay. it. <laughs> I didn't know he was going around telling people that. You didn't hear him at the movie night? I don't think I was so busy, man, trying to make sure everything was going all right. Well, Lord knows what the people in Lewiston Gardens think because he kept saying it out loud, too. And some people that know us probably know he was joking around or maybe confused, but other people probably literally think that I'm married to her and you're her boyfriend. That we have some arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. Okay, yeah, I got some uh, I got some PR work to do out there. Yeah, a lot of it. <laughs> Clear this up for everybody. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Welcome in to Did You See, where we take a look at what the heck's going on out there in the world. And uh, one thing on the day after Father's Day, Daniel said you had a good... Um, and happy Godfather's Day yesterday. Mm -hmm. Went out to eat and fancy, and here we are. What's going on in the world? Smoking. I, I just don't see people smoking a whole lot. And I got to tell you that one time, and my, my wife was in labor, and it was a long labor. So at one point, I went outside, and I saw people smoking at the hospital. But I'm just not seeing that a whole lot anymore where people smoke. And But can you name some places where people do smoke? Where it's prevalent. I know a few bars around town where people still smoke. Orpha's Lounge downtown, they still smoke. Well, you got to smoke to be in there. It's almost required. <laughs> like if you're a non-smoker, they're like, we don't want your kind. <laughs> but yeah, there's a few honky-tonks around town where people still smoke. And I think part of that is that they think it'll hurt business. But casinos in Las Vegas, they did a study. Now, this wasn't an outside study. They themselves looked at it. And they found that um, smoking bans at this point Years ago, of course, it would have hurt business. But at this point, they're kind of considering, like, we don't think it's going to hurt business that much if we just say no smoking inside. 
And that's a casino saying that. Well, I think that as far as Las Vegas goes, I think that depends on what if what the other casinos around you are doing. Because if all of them are non-smoking and they got one that has smoking. That's going to be a popular place for smokers. Yeah, they'll probably flock to it. I get it. Um, but they say now that um, after all this stuff they've looked into, that smoking um, really won't hurt your business. I watched. Uh, I'm watching. Or not smoking. I mean. What a journalist. I watched um, <laughs> Stranger Things, Tyg, and on it, they're taking a flight like an American Airlines, and this show takes place in the 80s, and at one point, there's uh, a lady or somebody on there smoking on a plane. I forget that you could used to smoke a cigarette on an airplane. Let me tell you this. If you get on a commercial airliner and it's got an ashtray on that armrest, get off the plane. That's an old A plane, yeah. huh? Don't fly that one. Also, did you see this? That uh, we, you know how you uh, every paycheck you get, you look at the paycheck. If you work for a company, at least, and it's like here's how much federal got taken out, and here here's how much uh, you gave Oklahoma this week, and da 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 da. And one of them is like a social security thing. So you're paying into the system, and they say that within 13 years, the government isn't going to be able to give you what they promised you. Which sucks because, I mean, you've done your part. You've paid all your life for this thing. You know, they're kind of like going back on their word. And so there's a bill now in Congress that uh, would extend it 75 years. It would be more solvent. In other words, instead of in 13 years, they start to uh, lower the payments. It would be 75 years from now, which makes me very happy because I don't think I'm going to be around 75 years from now. But my son will have to deal with it. But, you know. He's a smart kid. He'll figure it out. But haven't we been hearing this story for years now? Yeah, I mean, it hap it comes up, and what they do, from what I can tell, is they kind of kick the can. They fix it for the next few years, but they don't have a permanent solution, right? So this would be 75 years as a generation. Okay. Oh. So maybe we'll be so good. good news for us, bad news for you, you <laughs> five, six-year-olds out there we'll listening. We'll be fine, today. but all the kindergartners listening, good luck. Uh, Tig, would you like to hear a family that's cool as a cucumber? Yeah. This is a family being stalked by a bear while they're hiking in Whistler, Canada last week. It's a mom and dad and the two kids. The parents are following all the safety protocols. You know, you can't just, if you see a bear, like, stalking you, you can't run because I guess they think that's like a game of cat and mouse, and then they'll chase you down. Yeah. And, and I've been told also you're supposed to play dead in some circumstances. So mm -hmm. these fa this family's walking. The bear starts stalking them. I want you to hear the composure in the parents' voice. I'd be losing my mind. Okay, he's following you, babe. Do not run. Hey, bear! Go home! Go! Don't run. Do not run. Can we play dead yet? Hey! Can we play dead now? Walk faster, please. Why? Following us. Following us up the trail. Hey! He wanted to see bear. So the, the little uh, kid is, uh, the boy keeps wanting to play dead. Isn't that what they tell you? Is to play dead? He's but excited about it. The, the, the discipline of this family, I got to be honest, if a bear was chasing me, your first instinct, like a primal instinct, would be to run like the Dickens, right? Mm -hmm. But she's like, don't run. Walk away calmly. I don't know if I would have that composure. I would be a screaming idiot. At the very least, my voice would be shaking. Don't they also say scream at the bear? Like, Well, I guess they were like, hey, bear, which sounds friendly. Like, hey, bear, come on over. <laughs> we got honey. <laughs> So, yeah, God bless them. Also, bears, all, that's what they think about a lot is honey, right? Oh, that's all they think about. I so saw this cartoons. documentary called yeah. Winnie the Pooh. Always <laughs> trying to have honey. Yeah. Um, how about a nice story here to end? Did you see, Ty? This okay. is a 
Father's Day was yesterday and a great Father's Day moment in sports. There's this guy named Buddy Kennedy of the Arizona, Arizona Diamondbacks. He hit his first homer in a major league game. His dad was in the stands, Tig. He was going nuts. Even better, it was a grand slam. Four runs. Bases loaded. They interviewed Buddy with his dad after the game. 3-0 swing. Fly ball. Buddy Kennedy. A grand slam. A grand slam for his first big league homer. How's that for Father's Day present right well, there? Doesn't get any better than that. Wow. You know, all the time that you were on your baseball field and you sacrificed, all your friends were on the beach and everything, mm -hmm. and you're all over the country playing baseball. This is where it got you today. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Keep I grinding, my man. I will. Absolutely. We always love you. I love you. And that's what it takes, Doug, to get your father to tell you he loves you is you have to hit a grand <laughs> slam in a major league baseball game. <laughs> That's the threshold. That's it, yeah. Okay. Anything else? I'm like, oh, could have done a little better or something. How you doing, boy? <laughs> boy, what a moment. Now, I feel like that is a beautiful moment. I feel like, though, it's all downhill from there. Like, if that's your first homer in a major league game and your dad's there in the stands and it's a grand slam, you're just not going to feel the same if you just get a, you know, a pitiful old home run. Yeah, just a regular home run? Yeah, it's got to like be a yeah. slouch. Right. That's what right. is higher than a grand slam in baseball? I don't know anything about sports. As far as offense, that's the best you could do, I think. Is it? I've never heard of a five-run home run. It's impossible. Anything's or possible, Todd. <laughs> yeah, kids out there, <laughs> I don't want to limit you. Hit a five-run home run. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 The Bull weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning there, Daniel. We got some first date deal breakers for you, Tig. Have you ever been on a first date? Yep. Never had a bad one. Every time they always wanted to go on another one. There, There's a, a thing that this web, call, website calls first date X, like things you don't do okay. if you want to have a second date. The number one first date ick for people, if you chew with your mouth open. Of course. 79% of people said it's a no-no if the other person orders for you without your permission. Who in the world would ever, on a first date, order for the lady? That's ridiculous. I ain't even never heard of that. Yeah. 57% of people said if the date keeps saying tee-hee every time you say something mildly funny. <laughs> I, was, I was watching a show that I love yesterday called Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, the guy who wrote Seinfeld, and he started being around this lady and instead of laughing she would just go lol like just saying it i would take lol over tee hee i was on a first date tag once back in college and uh had the date the check is on its way and then the lady goes so who'd you vote for <laughs> that's a bad yeah. i said well i'm not gonna divulge that that's tough and then she kept prodding me till i told her who i voted for and then she started arguing with me about who i voted for before the check even came right so she with the mouth closed, no politics. Many politics, though. When are you going to bring up your political stance? I, I guess eventually, and then you'll find out who you're dating. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Oh, Daniel, I forgot. We I wanted to talk about this earlier, but you know how everything in technology, everything gets better. And you know, iPhones get better, television technology gets better, now you can connect it to Wi-Fi and all this stuff. Well, I didn't consider this, but porta potty technology has gotten better. Porta potty the old days of uh, your buddy going into a porta potty and you tipping it over, that's over. Is that over with? That's over with. And you know this because you just had to hire a porta toilet for uh, Tig is the president of his neighborhood association in Midtown. And on Friday night, they had a movie night and you were on the air talking about how you hadn't considered getting a 
Porta Toilet yet. Yes. And a guy from When You Gotta Go Porta Toilets from Ulaga called up and got you a Porta Toilet out there. And yep. it's the state of the art Porta Toilet? Yeah. When it was delivered, the guy, and man, it was great service. The guy was super cool and, um, you know, just a fun guy. And he had he had delivered me one Porta Toilet because we, it wasn't a big event. And it was laying on its back in the back of a pickup truck when he delivered. And I said, How in the world is that the. Is the like water not leaking out of that? And he goes, "Oh, porta potty technology." Like so, even in the porta potty world, they're still working on making them perfect, you know. And I don't know how it works, but he said, "Listen, if the Oklahoma wind blows this thing over, it will not leak." And you're thinking, "How in the world does that work?" There's a hole there, you know. You would think it would leak, but then he showed me some kind of like it looks like a chimney that comes out of it, and I guess that's for ventilation. But also, they they figured out a way. To where if somebody pushed you over in a porta potty, it, you know how like when you're a teen or something and you're watching these movies and they push people over in a porta potty, they get all the you know the poop all over them. Mm -hmm. it's not possible anymore. Oh. That's what he said. Isn't that amazing? I'm trying to racking my brain trying to figure out how in the world that would work. I don't know because the guy brought the porta potty. It wasn't upright. It was laying on its back. And then did he put the uh, blue water in it? The blue water was in it already. Like he brought it with blue water, and somehow it didn't spill out. Ain't we, that amazing? We should have called that guy this morning. I'd love to know the science behind Man, that. Man, I don't know. He started saying stuff to me about what they figured out about it, and I didn't understand what he's talking about. But he said, you see that chimney thing? And da 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 And now, so the days of pushing your buddies over in a porta potty they're over. You said your six-year-old was very impressed that you mm -hmm. guys had got a porta toilet delivered out there. It almost probably felt like you guys are rich. You know, he he's had... He's had a lot of experiences in, a li in his life that I didn't get when I was young. I took him to the World Series. He's been on airplanes. I didn't go on airplanes. I was like 15 or something. And uh, he said, I would like to uh, use that porta potty. My son said this, six-year-old. And it's because it just got arrived and the party hadn't started. So he was the first one to like, you know, like when a ship, they christen it, you know, with a bottle of champagne. Mm -hmm. He has the honor of being the first person to use a porta potty at a, uh, a concert. At an event? Yeah. Man, I wish I could I like. do I really do wish I could do that because every time I've gone in the porta toilet, it looks like about a thousand people have been in there. <laughs>